You know you want it loud. This is Amanda Stoffel, and you're listening to Loudspeaker. Over the years, technology and science have worked together to create a world which, one can only assume, will allow people to one day live forever. In the medical field in the last 10 years alone, scientists have learned how to clone stem cells, HIV treatment has been revolutionized, and it appears as though a cure for cancer is looming on the horizon. While these advancements in medicine are literally saving lives, with the very good also comes the bad. Though the intention of prescription medications is the healing of a patient's body, side effects ranging from strange sleep patterns to amnesia, and in some cases, suicidal thoughts, can leave anyone wondering why are prescriptions the first thing a doctor prescribes? The answer is simple. Medicine is scientifically proven, and in most cases, convenient. But... What happens when your pharmaceuticals mean more money spent for results that could be achieved in a safer, natural way? What is often forgotten in the great debate over modern medication versus natural medical treatments is that before penicillin, there was only that which sustains us. Food. While Western medicine can be quick to turn its nose to a less scientifically grounded form of treatment, in the past years, things such as the paleo diet or the caveman diet, which turns towards eating the foods of our ancestors— and diet choices such as being vegan, vegetarian, or gluten-free being proven to improve health, it is not surprising that diet plays a large role in both our day-to-day health as well as a form of treatment for more serious ailments, such as autoimmune disease. I had the opportunity to talk to Lisa Ferguson, who, in August of 2012, was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis and placed on several medications, most of them very strenuous on the body in one of which is even a drug used in chemotherapy treatments. In hopes of being able to decrease her medication intake, Lisa has turned to diet changes. And the results are, in a word, astounding. But don't just take my word for it. Here's what Lisa had to say. What is your condition called? Serum negative rheumatoid arthritis. And what does that do to you? Rheumatoid arthritis... Um, is a joint degeneration disease that affects your joints, your ligaments um, directly, and then an effect um, also affects your muscles. And when were you diagnosed with your rheumatoid arthritis? August 24th, nine, um, 2012. And um, when you were diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis, or RA, right, as you call it, what was the process that you initially went through with doctors and physicians? The first process I went through was, um, with the doctors, was I made an appointment with my internal medicine doctor, and he drew some basic lab to find out if uh, there was something going on in my bloodstream that that would tell him specifically what was going on, and the main factor they look for when they draw that lab is called an RA factor. And that will tell you if you have inflammation in your body, but it does not tell you where it's at. Mine came up negative. So the next thing he did was refer me to a rheumatologist. And rheumatologists don't just deal with arthritis. They deal with like 50 different 
time types, excuse me, of um, forms of autoimmune disease, which is what RA is. And so I went and seen the rheumatologist, and from there they began testing. <clears throat> okay, so after they determined that you had this form of RA, what type of treatments and medications were you described at the time? Prescribed, excuse me. Um, at the time, um, they began me on some very basic medication um, that they had known to be very effective in treating RA aggressively to get the inflammation um, down so that the joints would be saved. So once you were diagnosed with this uh, form of RA, what type of treatments were you prescribed by your doctors and physicians? Um, one, they gave me medication that they knew was effective in um, bringing down the swelling inside the joint um, as well as on, on the skin surface um, to sal salvage the joint. One of the medications they gave me was called methotrexate. Methotrexate is a chemotherapy drug. And there are side effects to any chemotherapy drug. Um, they gave it to me in a low dose. They also gave me um, a high dose of an um, NSAID, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drug. Um, and I took 600 milligrams twice a day. They also started me out on 4 milligrams of prednisone, which is a very dangerous medication, but they like to use um, on what they call acute settings. And, um, and then they also gave me um, some other medications uh, uh, to begin to kind of treat it and bring it down. Um, they gave me some folic acid. With, which offsets the um, effects of the methotrexate. The methotrexate does not allow folic acid to get into your cells. And so, therefore, it creates tremendous ulcers in the nose, in the mouth. And so they need to offset that by giving you also folic acid. So they began some of that most basic treatment right away and then later added more. Okay. Um, is one of the medications that you take, it's Enbrel, right? Correct. And do you, you, it's not just a pill, though? No. One of the medications um, that they wanted to put me on is called a biologic. Biologics are some of the newest forms of medications. Um, they're more made out of more biologically natural stuff versus just straight chemicals in a lab. The one they gave me was called Embryol. Embryol um, is used to treat RA along with other forms of autoimmune diseases. Um, that particular medication requires me to give myself an injection once a week. Um, and it goes into my leg. Okay, so like in a syringe, almost like someone it taking a, insulin, but it's a, different. <laughs> it's a bigger needle. It's okay. way bigger than insulin. And it uh, is in a container. They call it a self-injector. But when you apply it, it's much like getting just like an, a big shot in your arm or in your hip that you would get at the doctor. Okay, so along with having to uh, inject some medications, and you said things like your folic acid has dropped down, so you've had some ulcers and things like that, what other types of side effects were you facing when, you were, when, you, when you're on this medication? Your hair thins out. Um, I was very fortunate that my hair thinned 
but not to the extent, maybe as some would, um, you tend to um, bruise very easily. Um, so when you run into something with due to the prednisone, due to the high levels of ANSAIDs in your body and different side effects to different medications, including prednisone, um, you bruise easily. You also have a low immune resistance. So a, a cut on your finger can just be become very enlarged and stay very infected and need very um, aggressive treatment like an antibiotic, whereas normally the, your body would just recover all on its own. Um, fatigue, uh, se severe fatigue, some of that's from the disease, some of it's from the side effects of the medications, exhaustion, loss of appetite, um, uh, increased thirst, um, thinning of the skin, as well as um, just loss of uh, body weight. Okay, so aside from all those side effects, what initially prompted you to think beyond just taking medication to treat your RA? Was there something specific that you know prompted you to think maybe there was some other way to treat your condition uh, that was maybe a little bit more natural? What What was your process with that? Um, he had suggested to me when I met, met with him that there were, I had asked him, is there other things that I can do? And the doctor told me yes. He said you can take um, 3,000 milligrams of a high-quality fish oil a day, which is equal to one milligram of prednisone. You can also change your diet. Um, a lot of people have found two-thirds of their pain goes away with a vegetarian-style diet, um, if you're willing to do that. And that prompted me um, to begin to um, look into different things. And my husband had been ill, very ill at the time, and with a very with a similar disease but different. And he began to do tremendous research. And through his research and nutrition ideas, he has been off medication completely and has done very well. And we did research together, and I found a book, because uh, there's a lot out there, um, that dealt with this type of disease. And that's how I began to um, treat uh, what I have um, with more of a natural approach, um, you know, along the way. And the, the diet that you're talking about is uh, the, the book, Meals That Heal Inflammation by that's Julie Danilik. Now, she's in, what, what, is, what is her specialty? What um, she her, has um, a lot of titles. She is actually out of Canada, and um, she does. Um, she's a nutritionalist, as well as a uh, personal educational trainer with people with different types of ailments. And she does a lot of other things as well. She's got a lot of titles behind her name. Right, I believe registered dietitian, etc. And uh, her sister specifically. Um, and her, she was very, very ill, and the doctors got to the point where they couldn't treat her, and she had to learn how to treat herself, um, and that's how she grew in this field. Um, she got well, she figured out what it was, and she continued to educate herself, and, um, and that's how she can help others is because she herself had to treat herself. So along with uh, Julie Danilik's work, but before before you found Julie Danilik and before her system, because that's 
that's the one that you found most effective, correct? That change. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, but you also did things like going gluten free, becoming vegan, mm-hmm. uh, things like that. Um, what? So, out of all of that, what do you think has been the most helpful to to your condition at this point? Definitely nutrition. Nutrition. I believe the body has the ability to heal itself based on what you consume. And um, changing my diet was huge. Um, in the beginning, just becoming a vegetarian, which I had never done anything like that, probably dropped my, my pain level down by two-thirds. Once I was able to do that, then I began looking into, you know, need, knew I needed protein, more protein than what I could consume with a balanced protein, complete protein. And I began to do research. And one of the first meats I added back in was uh, organic, grass-fed chicken. Hmm. And so I began doing that. That was one of the first things I started adding back in. But definitely nutrition has played a tremendous role. And so along with your pain decrease, what, what, what are the technical have you, have you seen technical improvements uh, as far as blood work and things like that um, internally, um, aside from just how you feel, but the, the sort of technical aspects of your disease? Have you seen improvements there since these changes have happened? Yeah. Um, since I started changing my diet um, and making lifestyle changes, um, I made a tremendous amount, not just an eating lifestyle change, but a sleep schedule change. I made, um, or, the, or as they call it, sleep hygiene Um there was a lot of areas of my life that I began to change, but what we've seen is that my lab last time I had it drawn was the best he had ever seen it. It had dropped. Uh, I have different levels that they check to make sure that your kidneys are doing well and your everything's functioning well because these these medications are extremely hard on your body and it can cause a lot of side effects like kidney failure. So they look for abnormalities. What they saw was they saw, of course, my cholesterol wasn't that high, but they saw cholesterol changes. They saw um, inflammation factors, other ones they looked for that had decreased and had been the lowest they'd ever been. They saw um, blood counts. You know, they always watch your blood count. They always saw those um, do really well. Um, then they also began, because of this process, to cut back on my medication. So then the doctor began to allow me to cut back on like a milligram of prednisone every 28 days. Um, and so I could get off of prednisone because he only wanted me to use it as acute because it has tremendous side effects for heart disease, diabetes, whether you're at risk or not. It, it um, causes your body to go into those things because it's such a strong drug that damages your internal organs. So that was one of the first ones that he has began to alter and change, and then as things continue to improve, he will continue to pull me from those really strong medications and help me maybe only be on one or two, possibly until maybe my body goes into like complete remission, and at that point I may not have to use anything. And this has just been within the last four or five months, correct? You started making these types of diet changes just back in, in the spring, did you say? Mm-hmm. But I, I would say probably in the spring. I'd say probably like Probably about four or five, yeah, probably about four or five months. I started eating vegetarian, gluten-free, dairy-free, um, right out of the right away, right away when I got diagnosed. Those were the first things that I learned about that I knew made a really big difference 
And I started those things right away. And then I began to add more and more things that I found were creating inflammation in a body. And I began to take those out and then add back in different areas of nutrition. And so then along with your decrease in medicine and things like that, uh, what was, along with that, do you, is it possible with your disease for you to potentially, if these changes keep going the way they are, is it possible for you to eventually be completely off of your medication or, um, is it, what's the, what's the ultimate goal? The ult, well, for myself, myself was, would be to be completely healed and be off the medication. The doctor's goal as well is to have me on the least amount of medication that is the safest for my body. And his goal when I first went in was, he said, give me a year and a half to get you stabilized, to get you reduced pain, and to get you to a point where you're back functioning at a fuller capacity, at a fuller, you know, back to a fuller life than what I was when I went in. So ultimately, it would be to reduce those medications, maybe for my body to sustain itself um, just by proper nutrition and good health guidelines, you know, your exercise, your good sleep hygiene, decreased stress levels, um, all of those things that help heal your body so your body can take care of itself. Well, we can't wait to see what the next six months brings as you uh, just reached your one-year anniversary of being diagnosed. And so we're only hoping for the best. Thank you. Thank you.